This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Here we go, Steelers fans. It is the Steelers Fantasy Football Fix. I'm Jeremy Betts, and I'm excited to be with you on this week following AFC and NFC Championship Sunday. Man, what a slate of games we've seen in the playoffs this year. Absolutely incredible. If you're a football fan, you're still intrigued. As a Steelers fan, you are bummed that your team is not here, obviously. But you have to just take a look at the football that we have been watching the last couple weeks. The divisional round and the championship round especially. Man, alive. That is good football. Games going down to the wire. Teams playing at high levels. Teams playing sloppy at times too, and you just can't believe it. Or... Uh, just trade and blows like you saw in Rams Niners or going cold and getting hot like you saw in uh, Bengals Chiefs. What a weekend it was. And uh, as Steelers fans, it gives me great trepidation to uh, be looking at this Cincinnati Bengals team for uh, years to come. Joe Burrow is the real deal. That team is the real deal. And uh, I don't know, they just have, they seem to have a touch of destiny about them. Kind of similar to a certain 2005 Pittsburgh Steelers team with a second year quarterback, with a defense on the rise, with offensive weapons all over the place. Not the top seeds, taking down the best of the best in their respective years. It just feels like the Bengals' year. It really does. I'm feeling it. And uh, I don't like it. Not a huge fan of it. But, um, man, it just feels like that that might be the case this year with the Bengals. But enough talk about the Cincinnati Bengals. You want to hear fantasy football information. You want to hear Pittsburgh Steelers-related information. So, let's talk First, a little bit about where this podcast podcast comes from. If you're new to the Steelers Fantasy Football Fix, if you're new to BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, this show is a part of the BTSC family of podcasts. This podcast network is huge. We have so many different shows, so many different um, contributors, and uh, it's not just audio content, guys. It is uh, online content, so much information about your Pittsburgh Steelers. If you're a Steelers fan, you absolutely have to make BehindTheSteelCurtain.com your one-stop shop for everything you need to know. Today, 
on the Steelers Fantasy Football Fix, we're going to be talking wide receivers and defense special teams units for a 2022 positional preview. If you go back, you will find the quarterback and tight end episode and then also the running back and kickers episode. And we're kind of just following the same format. I'm going to list who I think my top players are at these position groups going into 2022. And then after a short break, we're going to talk about some risers and fallers from 2021 into 2022. And then a rookie review, a quick review over how the rookies performed in 2021 and an outlook for their upcoming year in 2022 as well. I know it's way too early, but we're going to do it anyway. So let's jump right in to probably the most intriguing position group to me in fantasy football, wide receiver. I've been doing a top five ranking for 2022 in these position groups, but with wide receiver, there are so many good wide receivers. Absolutely so many that I'm going to do a top 10. That's what I'm going to do. I've got them broken down into two tiers. I've got your best of the best, your top three. And then I've got guys who I think could have a chance to be the wide receiver one in fantasy football in 2022. So let's talk about these guys. The top three, in no particular order, I think they're interchangeable. One of them has a little bit of an iffy situation, and uh, we will delve into that but number one or uh, I guess the top three my top three guys no particular order like I said Cooper Cup Justin Jefferson and Devontae Adams the Rams the Vikings and the Packers all each have a representative in the top three here and uh, these guys are interchangeable for me because um, they're just transcendent talents They're playing out of their minds on a regular basis. They're consistent. They're reliable above the rest of the players uh, that I've even got in my top 10. And so that's why they set themselves apart as their own little tier inside this top 10. Justin Jefferson. uh, Let's talk about him. Shattering the records for yardage, touchdowns, receptions by a guy in his first two years. He is incredible. Just a smooth athlete, a fantastic player, always open. And despite the quarterback position potentially changing up in Minnesota, if Kirk Cousins stays, he stays right where he's at. If a different quarterback comes in, you'd assume it would be an upgrade on Kirk Cousins, uh, in which case you still got to keep Justin Jefferson in your top three. Uh, He is an all-around baller, an all-around playmaker, and he's got to stay up there. Cooper Cup was insane in 2021. His year's still going on, folks, and uh, I would be remiss to, to not mention that he should be in the MVP conversation. No doubt about it, he should be in MVP talks. The way he plays, the consistency with which he plays is next level, and the guy should be in that conversation. But he just had the second-best year yardage-wise, by any wide receiver in NFL history. He has got a connection with Matthew Stafford that is next level, and he just continues to baffle defenses on a level that I've only seen uh, Calvin Johnson and Antonio Brown do. 
and uh, in, in a single season. So, you know, he's got to be up there again with that team staying very much the same on offense, probably going into 2022. Um, and then just the rapport he has with uh, Stafford and maybe Odell Beckham Jr. gets signed to a longer-term deal there. And if he does, that's such a great compliment for what Cooper Cup does. I really like his chances at being a top three guy again in 2022. And then the third guy, the guy excuse me, that I think has a little bit of an iffy situation based on his quarterback is Devontae Adams. As far as consistency goes, you could probably say that this is the top wide receiver in the NFL three or four years in a row now. Just the way he plays, the consistency with which he plays, the big-time moments that he steps up in, uh, he is easily top three. If Rodgers is not there, that changes things because I think you might see – uh, Adams finds somewhere else to play football. Um, but in any case, if Rodgers comes back or if he finds himself in a quarterback situation similar, uh, you're not going to get Aaron Rodgers wherever you go. Uh, that's kind of out the window because he is next level at the quarterback position. But if you find anything close to it, you've got to imagine that the talent and the ability of Devontae Adams rises above and puts him in that top-tier conversation. Those three guys are my top three uh, with a, a decent bit of separation from the next seven guys that I'm going to rank out for you here, okay? So you got my top three. These next seven guys I all could see being the wide receiver one in 2022, the number one guy in fantasy points in 2022. Factors may vary as to why that is the case or is not the case come the end of the 2022 season. The number four overall wide receiver I have is Tyreek Hill. As long as he's got Mahomes as his quarterback, and as long as Andy Reid is calling plays, he's going to be a focal point of the offense. He's going to be a big-time highlight, real player, and a huge fantasy player for you. Right after him, I've got rookie Bengals receiver Jamar Chase. He's a top-five guy for me going into 2022, Again, it has so much to do with the quarterback. It has so much to do with the offense that he's in. And uh, he is just lights out on a consistent basis as well. He's top five. At number six, I got Stefan Diggs. He had a down year based on last year's um, numbers, but still a top seven, I believe it was, uh, fantasy football performance in 2021. And it started out pretty slow. The guy is dynamic, and he and Josh Allen have such a great chemistry. Uh, you're going to see him up there in the top uh, fantasy numbers again in 2022. Debo Samuel had his big breakout in 2021, and I'd expect that to continue uh, into 22. Um, quarterback position will uh, be one that we're keeping an eye on there in San Francisco, but his talent and his flexibility of position make him just a spectacular fantasy asset and a guy that you're going to want to draft early in 2022 at number eight i've got keenan allen he had a fantastic year uh with justin herbert um it started out quick and then kind of died off for a few weeks but then really just the his usage his target share um, and his ability to make plays after the catch were really good you'd like to see more touchdowns out of him um, but if he can do that, 
if he can regress to the mean a little bit as far as touchdowns go, um, score a few more in 2022, I like his chances at being a top five guy even. I've got him at number eight. Number nine, I've got Deontay Johnson, our very own Deontay Johnson in Pittsburgh. Another quarterback iffy situation, but whoever comes in is going to have a guy who really established himself as the wide receiver one in Pittsburgh. The guy can run routes with anybody if he can just consistently catch the football. We saw that for the majority of the year that he did that. But then at the end of the year, we kind of saw the 2020 yips coming back in to play. So we'd like to see a little bit more out of him in that way. But at number nine, I do have Deontay Johnson right ahead of my number 10 guy who was injured for a lot of this year, DeAndre Hopkins from the Arizona Cardinals. He was on a pretty torrid pace himself before his injury kind of derailed his season. And Kyler Murray loves to throw him the football. I really like DeAndre Hopkins to have a bounce back next year and uh, prove to be a top 10 level wide receiver again, like he has been for many years in 2022. All right, that's my top 10 wide receivers. I hope that you enjoyed that. I wonder if you agree with me or if you have some other guys that you might put in there. Hit me up on Twitter at TheBets93 and uh, tell me what you think. Tell me if you agree, disagree, whatever it is. I'd love to hear it. Tell me your top position talent for the wide receiver position for 2022. All right, before we go to the break, I want to talk about my top five defense units. Uh, for fantasy football at number one i've got the buffalo bills they were the number one overall defense in 2021 and uh i'm sorry that is for actual real football not fantasy football they were number two in fantasy football uh right behind the cowboys who i have number two on this list and the reason i flip it is because the cowboys kind of had a um season uh the bills have been here with a good defense a good fantasy football defense now for a few years. Consistency over surge, in my opinion. That's why I've got the Bills slightly ahead of the Cowboys for my top five units for um, 2022. And that's not to discount the Cowboys. They've got a ton of playmakers. Uh, um, I almost said Stefan Diggs, but it's, uh, it's, it's Trayvon Diggs who had the massive season as – at cornerback for the Cowboys and the pass rush was good. Um, the linebacking core was really good. They forced a lot of turnovers. They made plays. They got sacks. They were a really good defense. I expect them to be the same in 2022. Following them is the new England Patriots who, as long as Bill Belichick is their coach really seem to maximize their, uh, staying power as a top five unit in the NFL I like them at number four. I'm sorry, at number three. And then at number four, I like our Pittsburgh Steelers. I like us to have a bounce back year as a fantasy defense. I think that the you'll see in the draft that the Steelers will address the secondary in a couple different ways. Uh, the offseason carousel of free agents, I think you'll see the same. The secondary is going to get a little bit of a new look going into 2022. I would expect that, and maybe a, a linebacker or two added to the roster to infuse with some speed and maybe be a little bit of a security blanket in case uh, Devin Bush and his um, 
or in case Devin Bush doesn't really recover from that injury fully and we see him return to the form that he was in 2020. Number five, my fifth-ranked defense going into 2022 is the New Orleans Saints. They're a good defense. They're well-coached. You may see Dennis Allen get a job somewhere as a head coach, but even so, I like the talent that they have there, the continuity that they should have along the defensive line, and in the the secondary, uh, I think you'll see them be a top-five unit as they were in 2021 next year. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to see some risers and fallers for each position, and then we're going to look at the rookies real quick before we go. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And welcome back to the second half of the Steelers Fantasy Football Fix. I mentioned it a little bit earlier, but you can follow me on Twitter at TheBets93. I'd love to connect with you there, um, talk to fellow Steelers fans, get to know your angle and side of what you think about fantasy football, about Pittsburgh Steelers football. I'd love to hear from you. Twitter's the best place to do that with me, at TheBets93, T-H-E-B-E-T-Z-9-3. All right we got to talk some risers, some guys who have rose above expectations. There were so many at wide receiver. I'm going to highlight my top three guys. and I do want to talk about Deontay Johnson as uh, one of my risers here. Man, we, we saw the potential, I think, in 2020. We saw a lot of drop passes. It was really frustrating because we knew what he could be. We knew the route running ability was there. We knew the target share was there. We just didn't really see it come to fruition in 2020. Well, baby, we saw it come to fruition in 2021. I'm telling you that. Number eight in fantasy football PPR scoring uh, by the end of 2021. Um, A huge target share in Pittsburgh and easily Ben Roethlisberger's favorite target. Now, the quarterback position has changed for 2022, obviously, saying goodbye to number seven. But uh, Deontay Johnson will be WR1 in Pittsburgh for 2022, whoever's at quarterback. And uh, he rose to the occasion in 2021. We saw a big year from him. I like to see him continue that. We talked about it already. I like him in my top 10 wide receivers for 2022. Let's keep him there. He's a riser. He's on his way up. Michael Pittman Jr. from the Indianapolis Colts had a really good season. Kind of flew under the radar a little bit, I think. Uh, not Maybe not as much as the next guy we're going to talk about, but Pittman was a big fantasy football asset 
through the majority of the year. He had some cold games, yes, but he had some really big games that won a lot of weeks for people. He's a big-time athlete um, and a in a good offensive system. Whoever they have at quarterback next year is going to be able to feed him the football, and I think that that's huge. I think he's going to uh, continue that production and be a top-flight wide receiver in 2022. Uh, quite the riser uh, this year and a, a beautiful campaign in 2021. Number three, the most under-the-radar guy in the history of football. Okay, maybe not that much but it feels like it a little bit at times hunter renfro man the raiders found a gem in hunter renfro he's shades of cooper cup he really is the ability to get open the route running ability the the subtle twitchiness that he plays football with is fantastic a coach's dream uh for a slot wide receiver and uh, hunter renfro posted a top 10 fantasy football season at wide receiver Derek carr is looking his way early and often in football games, especially after um, the unfortunate incident with the second-year wide receiver Henry Ruggs happened earlier this year. Hunter Renfro took the load on his shoulders at wide receiver for the Raiders, carried it, and was a big reason why they made the playoffs. Huge riser for me in 2021. A good, solid draft pick in fantasy football for 2022. On the defense special team side, the Cowboys. Man, what a season out of them. We talked about that already a little bit, so I won't belabor it too much. Um, But big plays on the back end, uh, solid play up front led to a huge season by them. I'd expect them to stay in the top five for 2022. Also, the Indianapolis Colts had a really good season uh, for a fantasy perspective. Based on what we were expecting out of them, middle of the pack, they ended up being upper echelon, uh, top six, top seven type defense unit for fantasy football. Weekly play in a lot of cases. So uh, I like the Colts moving forward as well. They're going to retain a lot of pieces on that defense. They're fast, they're physical, uh, and they make plays. So the Colts were a riser for me in 21 and will continue to be so next year as well. Some fallers. These are the guys who did not live up to expectations. The guys that we either thought we'd see a huge leap out of, guys that we saw a big year out of in 2020, or I'm uh, sorry, 2020, yeah, 2020, and uh, did not live up to those expectations in 21. DK Metcalf is the biggest one for me. He had a decent season. It was an okay season, but it wasn't the DK Metcalf that we grew to expect in 2021. Or uh, in 2020. Sorry, I'm getting all these 2020s mixed up. My bad. But it wasn't what we saw last year. And uh, we don't really know why. Russell Wilson's injury did have something to do with it. I think the lack of continuity at the quarterback position messed it up. But Geno Smith played decent football and fed Metcalf maybe even a little more than Wilson did. Wilson had an off year. I think you can go back to that a little bit. Um, but he kind of fell down a little bit for me, and I don't think he's a a first or second round pick in uh, 2022 uh, for fantasy purposes. So a guy that can definitely uh, bounce back, I would expect him to bounce back a little bit, but he did fall off the wagon a little bit in 2021, so something to keep an eye on as you're making your draft plans for next year. Allen Robinson, oh my goodness, the boy just disappeared whether it was just the uh, offensive ineptitude of the Bears that 
just parlayed over to him. Whatever it was, an awful season based on expectations for Allen Robinson. And I don't know if I see too much of a bounce back there in Chicago jumping on the shoulders of Justin Fields, who I think is going to be a good player in this league. Don't get me wrong. But uh, Robinson uh, was overshadowed by Darnell Mooney. The Bears wanted to run the football. They're going through a coaching change. You never know with all this stuff. So that's why Robinson, to me, continues that fall a little bit into 2022. You're not going to take him very high at all. He could be a good sleeper pick based on 21 results, but it's going to come with some risk, so keep an eye on that. Chase Claypool. Man, this is the guy for me on the Steelers roster that I was like, man, if he puts it together in his second year, he's going to have a Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase type season that we saw in 2021. And that didn't really come together. I thought he could potentially end up as a top 10 wide receiver in in the NFL, not just fantasy football. Didn't come together. I think a lot of it had to do with Roethlisberger's uh, issues this season, his inability to extend plays, offensive lines, inability to block and extend Ben's time back there to get the ball down the field, and that's where Claypool can shine. So if the offensive line gets addressed – in 2022 and you see an uptick in their production i think you'll see an uptick in claypool's production as well i think you'll see him jump back up into the top 20 conversation and maybe even a little more so it's it's he's got all the talent in the world he's a fantastic athlete he's got speed for days he's got length for days and uh if he can put it together with a quarterback and an offensive line that allows him to get down the field uh, intermediate and deep routes where he really is a a dynamic weapon, I think you'll see a bounce back from him. But definitely a fall in 2021 when compared to his expectations. And then the last one I'll mention at wide receiver is Calvin Ridley. We really don't know what's going on with Calvin Ridley other than he took some time off this year to address some uh, mental health issues that he uh, is going through Um I don't like to question those types of things because it is different for everyone and everyone goes through their own struggles. So uh, I would love to see him play football again in 2022. Uh, I don't know if that's going to be for Atlanta. I don't know what it's going to be, but um, he definitely was a disappointment for a guy you probably spent a second round pick on, maybe a third round pick if he fell that far. Um, But big time draft capital, capital capital uh was used on calvin ridley and that did not uh result in big time usage or big time production so a guy who fell kind of off in 2021 looking forward to see if he can bounce back in 2022 all right let's do a quick rookie review for the wide receivers uh we can't start anywhere but with jamar chase who just had a fantastic season the best ever by a rookie wide receiver We saw Justin Jefferson put up some staggering numbers in 2020 as a rookie. Jamar Chase, man, uh, is on pace right now to be the best wide receiver of all time. (laughs) Okay, so it's been one season, so we're talking big here. I'm not saying he's going to be, but he's got so much talent. He's so physical. The 
the balance really stands out with him. And the offense that he plays in is going to get him the football in in every game moving forward. So he's going to be a target monster in 2020, uh, 2022. Man, I need just need to stop saying these years. Start saying last year, this year, and next year. Okay, let's go with that to get myself out of these numbers here. Uh, but Jamar Chase for next year is a top five wide receiver for me uh, based on his performance this year and the talent and the uh, team around him, the continuity that's going to be there. Jalen Waddle had a fantastic rookie year as well, kind of flew under the radar behind Jamar Chase. And uh, he was dynamic. He was a big-time playmaker. Everything the Dolphins were really hoping that he could be when they drafted him early in the first round. Uh, Tua Tagovailoa and his um, situation there in Miami, we don't know if he's going to come back. But if he does, his favorite target was Jalen Waddle. If he doesn't, it's going to be because the Dolphins got a hold of Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson or a guy that can fill in for a year like Jimmy Garoppolo, who is easily very um, competent. But I think they're going to ride with two. I think they're going to give him another year. The next coaching staff will give him a shot to be their guy. And then if if not, if he's not their guy, then they've, they haven't really lost anything as a coaching staff, as a as a management team. So they'll um, go into the, into the draft or into free agency and, and find somebody at that point. So I think you're going to see Tua return in Miami. And that means Waddle should have another big season in 2022. Devonte Smith, the Heisman trophy winner in college football from Alabama this or uh, last year, <laughs> rookie player had a good year. Uh, it was a little disappointing, I think, uh, based on the style of offense that the Eagles ran and Jalen Hurts' uh, struggles uh, throwing the football at times. That was a little bit of an issue, but I think those guys will gel a little bit more over this off season. You'll see them become a better duo, and uh, I, his talent is undeniable. He had some good games. He won a few weeks for you, but uh, he was inconsistent. So we like to see his consistency increase in, in uh, 2022. I think it will. He's a top-level talent and play next year. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, the the real surprise from this rookie draft class. Uh, we expected Chase to be good. We expected Waddle and Smith to be good players. But St. Brown was fantastic especially late in the year he came on so strong despite fairly shabby quarterback play in Detroit and a a bad team overall he stood out as one of the few bright spots and is a building block on that offense for future years he's dynamic and quick Uh, he catches the football in traffic um, scores touchdowns that's huge for fantasy purposes especially I like him in 2022 as a sophomore player on the rise. He's going to be a good player. Um, somebody that would be a fantastic flex play and a pretty good wide receiver too for your roster in 2022 as well. All right. That kind of wraps it up for this positional preview of wide receivers and defense special teams units. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you are 
looking for more content from BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, just go to the webpage, search it, whatever uh, service you use for your um, internet usage, search BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, and uh, you'll find all of the uh, written content and links to the uh, audio content as well. And you can find our podcast wherever you listen. Don't forget about BTSC. We are your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, I have talked enough. Until next time, next week, I think we're gonna. We're, I think we're gonna have one more show. I'm figure out something before the Super Bowl. Um, maybe a a Pro Bowl recap. No, I'm just kidding. We won't do that. Uh, we'll talk fantasy football again next week, most likely, and uh, then come back after the Super Bowl with some draft content for you. Uh, joining me will be Andrew Wilbar, uh, somebody you've seen write uh, articles, uh, the big board, um, different things uh, for uh, BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. We should have a great time together talking Steelers, talking the draft, and I hope you'll enjoy that. We'll give you more information on that later as well. Uh, but until then, hope you have a great night, a great, uh, a great afternoon, a great Wednesday, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. <laughs>